dear teacher, I see your work, efforts, and labor. You should be celebrated, but you are berated. You labor like an elephant, but feast like an ant. Your reward is in heaven, they claim. Your reward is here, I proclaim. It is in your ageless youthfulness. It is in the childish laughter that springs from your very soul. It is in the goodwill nature bestows on your seeds. Like soldiers without weapon, you are daily sent to the front. You retreat, abscond, and are declared a wall. Dear teacher, you matter. Our nation holds together because you exist. Like signposts, you point others to the right direction while they judge you as one with no ambition. But your ambition is to see one child better. Your mission is to rock and cuddle. Come pick up your weapons. Come let's fortify ourselves to deal with our common challenges. Come learn with Jedi. Join me. Hello, it's such a beautiful day to be alive. My name is Jedi Dayauche and you're on to learn with Jedi. Today I have something really interesting and informative for my teachers. Teachers, if you are near me, if you can hear me, grab a pen, grab a paper and sit down. Let's have our interesting class. Meanwhile, it is such an honor to be counted in the number of educators, people committed with the direct charge of nation building and human development i mean you deserve a high five you deserve a thumbs up and i am sending you one from here the thought of the fact that people's destiny has been committed to us should make us afraid in a good way well it is synonymous with the job of a doctor performing a major surgery he knows that he must tread with caution and do his best else he will be directly responsible for the death of another human the work of a teacher is more intense, if you ask me, because though immediate death does not occur, an erroneous lesson may limit the child's knowledge directly or indirectly lead to a low quality of life. A life of mediocrity, as can be observed in the life of most of our youth today. I dare say that our nation's challenges are directly linked to the quality of education we offer. Let's get to the meat of the matter. Teaching is your occupation, but your actual job is helping the children learn and fall in love with learning. So much so that after school, they see every experience as a learning opportunity. One of the jobs that teachers are charged with is planning a lesson. Planning a lesson is a big deal because... Only one lesson has the power to transform a child's life forever. One properly taught lesson has the power to change a child's destiny forever. So we must tread with caution at the point we are preparing a class and ensure that we present the children every opportunity that is available within your contest. Because, really, the difference between any two children is exposure, opportunity, and contest. The most important part of a lesson is what? Yeah, I'm waiting for your answer. What would you say is the most important part of your lesson? Would you say it's your activities, your materials? What is the most important part of a lesson? Objectives! Your objective is the most important part of your lesson preparation because... 
if you do not know where you are going, if you do not know your destination, how can you tell that you have arrived? You must be clear about what you would like to achieve in a single lesson, given the length of time of a single period. Your work is to break down that big chunk into smaller chunks so that it goes smoothly from one day to the next. If I were to title today's episode, I would say, what am I hoping to achieve? which I am actually asking you, what are you hoping to achieve with that lesson? If you are able to answer this question correctly, it actually ties up everything. A properly prepared objective determines how the rest of the lesson plan would go. Example of an objective. By the end of today's class, the children should be able to know what farm animals are. We already know this is a wrong objective, right? Well, if you don't, you will by the end of today's class because you are able to now tell why it is a wrong objective and what makes the good one good. I am going to quickly tell you what a good objective should have, what good objectives should have. The school provides you with a topic or the scheme for the week. Once the school have provided you or once the school has provided you with the topic for the week, the very next thing you are supposed to do is to study the topic, to read up, to try to know what are the general things I know about this topic as regards to the age I am being assigned or I have been assigned to teach. And I say the characteristic of a good objective is that it must be specific. Just the same way we have objective in other areas of life, we say that any good objective must be smart. It must be specific. It must be measurable. It must be attainable. It must be realistic. And it must be time-specific, right? The same way in the classroom, we use the SMART rule. The first rule is that it must be specific. You must state specifically what you are hoping to achieve. And the only way to state it specifically is to state it in actionable, observable verbs. That means you must state the clear action or clear actions that the students must take. And in choosing your verbs, you must be very careful. I'm going to read another objective and we decide if this objective is also good enough. So, farm animals. By the end of this class, my children should be able to define what farm animals are, give six examples of farm animals, state the likely home of each farm animal, describe each farm animal by stating its unique characteristic. It's a good objective. It is fair. If you ask me, it's good because it has included the first thing we said, which is that it must be stated in actionable verbs so the children are defining the children are given they state they describe those verbs are very actionable and they are observable but it is still not very very good frankly this is where most teachers stop by the time they say list state define they think they've done everything that needs to be done but trust me this objective i just read a while ago is not holistic at all it just covers just one tiny 
part of the children's learning domain, which is called what? The cognitive domain. Only that part has been covered. As I go on, you will find that there are several other domains that your objectives should encompass. Your objective must be age appropriate. The objective must be clear to the learners. They must know what as well as why they are learning it. Teachers, have you been doing this? The children must know what your objectives are. They need to see the point in a bigger picture. They need to know this stuff I'm learning today, how does it even apply in real life? You must show them what they can achieve by participating fully in your class using your objectives, of course. And you must explain it to the point where the students can even explain them to another person. This is what is missing in your class. This is the reason why you don't have your children's full participation because they do not even understand where you are going with what you are going. They don't understand what you are doing. You are not carrying them along. From the beginning, they don't know what they tend to gain by being part of this class. So really, the objectives the objective is about the children, not about you. They are the ones that you've prepared these objectives for, that ones that will carry out these actions. So they should know why they need to carry out this action and how it applies. I love that part very much. How it applies to their real lives. There are so many topics children learn in school and they're wondering why you teach a child demand and supply. At the point you are teaching it, you can honestly state in your objective how it helps that child in real life. And that will make the child more interested to even participate fully in that class. A very big one, please listen. Set the children up for success by clearly describing what is the purpose of this assignment. By giving them concrete examples of their learning goals or the learning goals they are expected to achieve. Give them a clear direction and show them examples of high quality work. What we're basically saying is that the children must know what exactly is expected from them. They must be able to tell when I'm getting it right, this is how it should look like. This is how it should feel like. When I am making progress in this class, this is what progress is for this class. This is what success is for this class. The children should not depend on you, the teacher, to tell them whether they've gotten it right or wrong. So at the point of stating your objective, the children would know even before they are assessed that they are doing it correctly or they are not doing it correctly. Remember, your objective determines the focus, the activities and the learning outcome of a class. The objective must remain at the back of your mind while you are preparing the lesson because the success of the lesson is directly dependent on the achievement of your specific objectives. I'm going to go on a short break. When I return, we're going to be learning about the three major learning domains and we're going to be writing our own specific objectives. We're going to learn the correct way to write specific objectives. Please don't move a muscle. Welcome back from that short break. My name is Jedi Dayauche and it's still learn with Jedi. Before we went on the short break, we were talking about preparing a lesson and I told you categorically and specifically that one well thought and well prepared lesson has the power to transform and change a child's life 
forever. Don't you feel like a magician already? I do. When I enter the class, I know that I am a miracle worker. I know that I'm a magician. I know that I can perform miracle that very day. That is exactly how you should feel when you have prepared your lesson properly and you're walking into that class. I'm not going to talk about the learning domains immediately. I'm going to take you back to Bloom's taxonomy in order to help you choose the right verbs when creating a lesson. Remember that we said you must choose specific verbs that are actionable and observable. In Bloom's Taxonomy of Educational Objective, we have six steps and they are the various level of learning. We call on the lower thinking skills and the higher thinking skills. Now the first step is remembering. The second step is understanding. The third step is applying. Now from applying to creation is the higher level thinking skills. The fourth step is analyze. Fifth one is evaluate. And the last one is to create. Every human being in Wizville Academy knows that our aim as a school is to lead the children to create. Even though it is very impossible for the children to get to the point of creation without first going through the remembering, understanding, applying, analyzing, evaluation and before getting to creation. But some of the things under remembering is define, describe, recall, recite, repeat identify, select, label, copy, list, name, state. Most of the questions in Nigeria and most of the questions you ask your children stop at remembering and it is a pity. It is a big, big pity that you stopped at remembering. Some people even take it a little further. They now go into understanding. They say classify, demonstrate, indicate. These are under understanding. Reorganize, translate, paraphrase, summarize, transfer. This is under understanding. Then we take it a little further and say calculate, construct, classify, illustrate, interpret. We're not going to the higher level thinking skills. Now we're going to figure out something, find out, modify, solve, predict, compare, examine, test. These are the higher thinking skills now. Evaluate, you begin to appraise, argue, tell the children to argue a point, to defend, to estimate, to judge, to predict. Now, when we enter creation, which I feel is our aim or should be one of your most important aim, is you now tell the children to arrange, assemble, construct, compose, create, design, develop, formulate, invent, manage, modify, organize, plan, prepare, produce, propose. I said it is a big pity when you stop your children's learning at remembering, which is just to recall facts. Remember the first objective I read to you? I said there was something wrong with that objective, right? Now, I'm going to choose higher level thinking skills and add it to that objective to show you what the difference would look like now. So here the next objective, the very same objective, only this time is better. So after you've done the first part, which is remembering, you say define, give example, state, describe, and all. If you now want to get them to create, which is getting them to the higher level thinking skill, you now begin to tell the children, remember that this stuff is available to every class, whether it's nursery or whether it's university. The higher level thinking skill is available. Remember that this farm animal I'm talking about is probably a nursery topic. But if you want to include a higher level thinking skill, you're going to now say the children should set up a mock 
farm animal using mock animals that you have probably prepared for them. Or you say, plan a visit to a nearby farm. Now you're wondering, can three-year-olds and four-year-olds plan a visit? Of course they can. How would they do that? They need their teacher to guide them. So say, we're planning to visit Mr. Okeke's farm next week. What would we need? You are the planning committee person. So you group them into groups. You may not use committee, that's a big word. But you can say, you are the group that will plan the stuff. What do you think we are going to need to go to Mr. Okeke's farm? You see now, you are applying a higher level thinking skill because the children will start listing. They may say, we need our water bottles. We need, but say, ah, we need all of this. And somebody in the class will ask, does Mr. Okeke even know we are coming? So the first thing we need is to inform him or to ask him if we can come. By the time you begin to engage children in this manner, you are helping them to think in all their dimensions. Another thing you can add maybe for a primary one child or for a nursery three child is invent a simplified way of feeding birds. That is design your own bird feeder. So that is an invention already. So children can become inventors from three years old, from four years old. They can invent, they can create. And this is the gift I hope by God that after listening to today's class, you are able to give your children now i'm back to my three domains of learning out that you must add to every lesson objective the three levels are the cognitive which is intellectual skills abilities facts and procedures that is under cognitive so every time you're saying state label define recall they are under cognitive skill then you have the affective domain the affective domain is how this lesson is going to affect this child's emotional growth interpersonal development how will it lead this child to become a better person or to interact more with other children or to act with self-confidence and the very last one is your psychomotor or physical activity what will this child be able to do experientially and physically as a result of being exposed to your class if i were to rephrase the three learning domains i would say it like this what is the content of your lesson which is the cognitive the second one is what values or attitude will your child take away or the learner take away from your class the third one will be what is the skill this child is able to take away from your class these three learning domains must be included in every learning objective or in every lesson objective now i learned from miss mary acevedo i hope i get your name correctly but i'm giving her credit because she taught me this and i feel is very beautiful now we have moved into how to write your lesson objective please this is now the real deal of course it's been the real deal but this is where you should pay very close attention there are three basic components of writing a proper objective that is not to say that the regular one we are used to in our country which is by the end of this class the children should be able to can 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 that is not to say that it is not important or that it is not good enough but this in my judgment is a lot better than that once you hear it you will agree with me quickly it must inculcate the standard the performance and the condition 
these are the three major components of a well-written lesson objective the standard shows okay i won't start with the standard let me start with the condition so in order to write a proper lesson objective you must state the condition under which the children are expected to perform you must state the condition you must provide a condition the material tools that the children are expected to perform it also refers to what they need the tools and the material they need to get this job done this is a difference maker for most teachers because the conditions you are providing remember at the beginning of this class i said that your major job is to present the children with ample opportunities so under the condition you are trying to define the quality of instruction you are given and under the conditions you have is it your powerpoint presentation do you have a debate do you have a drama do you have paper pencil pen do you have chalk and talk do you have games do you have demonstration do you have whatever but just give me one second i'll get back to it the second one is what is the level of accuracy you're hoping the children will attain how do you plan to measure their performance Remember, it is measurable. In Nigeria, 50% is C, right? But that C is average. So you're not hoping to raise children who are average. So your standard cannot be 50%. And the last one is the performance. Okay, so I'm going to read the objective to you or try to make an objective to you using condition, performance, and standard. These are the three things that must be in that sentence. So I start with the condition you're presenting, the open day discussion about classroom and school rules that was my condition that i have presented remember that i said the condition is the atmosphere under which the children are meant to perform the particular task so the next one is the performance Given an open day discussion about the school and classroom rules that was our condition the students will orally brainstorm the purpose of three school rules that is the performance now the third one is what the standard with 100% accuracy these are the three major components of a properly written specific objective you state the condition you state what the children are expected to do and you state the standard of accuracy with which you planned they should do that now i'm going to read some specific objectives for you and you understand what i mean giving a pack of building blocks that means this is the condition the teacher is producing a pack of building blocks the learner should build a mock house that is the performance with 80% accuracy. Now, the next one is giving a deck of color cards and colored bowls. That is a condition the teacher is providing. The learner should be able to sort the cards into the bowls with 100% accuracy. The third one, giving a dictionary, the student should be able to find the word Shokoloko Bango Show in less than five minutes. Did you get that? So it contains three steps. Given. The given is the material or the tool you are providing. The next one is that verb, which is the action verb. Then the third one is your standard for measurement. Do you want to measure it time or would you like to measure it in percentages? I'm now going to give you some specific objectives and then you're going to tell me whether they fall under psychomotor, affective or cognitive domain. Which in other words, just to demystify it, does it fall under content? Does it fall under 
under value or attitude or does it fall under skill? The first one, given a tie, the learner should not the tie with 100% accuracy. Is it a skill? Is it value or is it content? Your guess is as good as mine is skill. Given a diagram of the Nigerian map, the learner should be able to label the 36 states with 80% accuracy. Is it value? Is it content? Or is it skill? It's content. Now, the last one. Given a conflict situation, the learner should be able to exhibit calmness within five minutes of being attacked. Is it value or attitude? Or is it skill? Or is it content? You are right. It is attitude or value. These are the five things you must... Now, a quick checklist for your objective. First, is it learner-centered? Has the condition been provided? Is it measurable? Can it be assessed? Is this time frame stated? Is it written in an observable, actionable verb? What skill, value, or knowledge will the children acquire as a result of this lesson? Are your learners informed about the success criteria? If your answer is yes to all these questions I have asked, then you have yourself a beautifully written, specific objective. Thank you for being part of my class today. I've thoroughly enjoyed teaching you how to write an objective or specific objective, which is part of writing your lesson plan. Teaching is a vocation. If you feel or you know that you were born to teach or you would like to develop a career in teaching, please send your CV to the number that I would call at the end of this show. Learn with Jedi is an independently sponsored program targeted towards promotion of education and good values in our society. If you've listened to this program and you have some questions you would like to ask or you have some contribution or suggestions or you would love Jedi to come and train your teachers or mentor you even as a teacher. Yes, if you want Jedi to mentor you directly as a teacher, please send a WhatsApp message or even a text message to 913 Zero five zero 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 nine one three five five one zero five zero zero. Remember, good practice in education is not a competitive edge. Stay blessed. Bye.